everybody this is rob and this is sarah and you're listening to how much do we love and this is episode 134 it's so close to christmas it is getting really really close i'm not ready we, now we now we we did we skipped by hanukkah without even mentioning it did you have a nice hanukkah did you do anything fun i i had a nice hanukkah but there was nothing that noteworthy about it to discuss we ended up having like the hanukkah of all hanukkahs I know you were having like our nation's Hanukkah. We did. We went to the went to the national menorah lighting, which is like right next to the national Christmas tree, um, right in front of the White House. That's that's fancy. It was really fancy. Itzhak Perlman was there, folks. Super fancy. Super fancy. And then it was um, uh, Doug's favorite line of the whole time because there was a program line change. Mm-hmm. And Doug gets so tickled listening to old Jews talk, and right. the, and the rabbi was like, "There's been a program change. We're not going to be able to do things as we had scheduled them. Oh no! So I'm going to request that everyone stay. We will stand for the lighting of the menorah, but please then be seated for the singing of God Bless America." No latkes will be served until we have all sung God Bless America. <laughs> I so, saw that on uh, your Facebook, but I had no idea what it meant. It was hilarious. Oh. It was absolutely hilarious. And they served latkes for a crowd, which is not easy. Wow, yeah. It tasted disgusting, like latkes for a crowd would. And yeah. I kept thinking the whole time, I'm like, my latkes are better. Mm. So then I ended up having a latke party at our house. <gasps> Jealous. Doing latkes to order for a lot of people from the cast. Sour so cream I, or applesauce? We do both at our house. Which, but which do you like? I do sour cream. Yeah, I'm not into the applesauce. I every once in a while will like maybe uh, let um, the edges yeah dip into a little bit of the applesauce, but not so much. It's just I like this all savory. It's like I wouldn't put applesauce on a baked potato, right? So it's exactly. kind of the same. Ooh, yeah, latkes. and I. And I use Ina Garten's recipe from her parties book. Oh, I have that book, I think. And um, my secret is, well, her secret is she doesn't fry them in oil. She fries them in clarified butter. Oh. Delicious. Wow. So I do a combo of clarified butter and oil because Doug informed me that it is not the miracle of the butter. Right. It's a miracle of the oil. It was not the butter that stayed lit in the temple. And I was like, well, the butter's kind of a miracle. Just saying. Well, that that is true. But and I is, celebrate it. Did you have any jelly donuts? We did. Now, what are those called? That's a, they get a fancy name. Sufganyot. Hey, Doug, what are the jelly donuts called? Sufganyot. Yeah, see, that's what I said. Yeah. Delicious. Those were delicious at the nation's national mm. memorial. They hold up better for a crowd. Yeah. Oh, and, who did, and they were miniature. Well, quite often they're like little little kind of like munchkins yeah what's you not know, to love about that like i jelly would never order a, a full jelly donut is a bit much but this was like about the size of a silver dollar i want one right now oh so good okay you guys i have a super exciting announcement to make this is very exciting this is like breaking news how much do we love this was like i was texting rob from the store frantically and taking photos because i was in the trader joe's 
the other mm-hmm. night, getting ready for the party we talked about last time. And what do I see? Now, I'm, I am I will say that I'm usually on top of the new products at the Trader Joe's because I read the newsletter. I love getting <laughs> yeah. that stupid fearless flyer because I get very excited about it. I love Trader mm-hmm. Joe's. I had seen neither hide nor hair of this product. I never heard of it until I saw it in one of those like end caps with the new items. So it That's wasn't where even, I get my new items. And it wasn't, they, yeah, oh. it wasn't even in the section where it, you know, would go with its other similar items. You guys, Trader Joe's Rosemary Raisin Crisps. Which are essentially a lovely, more affordable version of the much-beloved Rainforest Crisps. Raincoast Crisps. Raincoast. Raincoast. I can't speak this evening. Raincoast Crisps. So you guys remember we talked about the Raincoast Crisps and you can, they're from that little Canadian company and you can only get them at Whole Foods and they're like $9 a box. This is totally them. In fact, I suspect that it is actually them. That's what usually happens with the Trader Joe's. Distributed by the Trader Joe's. Now, they're in a different package because the Raincoast Crisps come in sort of a sleeve. And these are just Mm -hmm. in a box. And they're just kind of inside the bag in the box. And they're a little bit smaller. But they taste exactly the same. And the ingredients, exactly the same. Now, only that one flavor. Now, the Raincoast Crisps come in a bunch of different flavors. Um, And my favorite is the salty date. But the Trader Joe's rosemary raisin ones, sir, I had them at my party with some cheeses, including a triple creme, which was delicious. Knock your socks off. Delicious. It sounded just like an old lady then. It was knock your socks off. Delicious. (laughs) Thanks, you. Thank you, (laughs) Nana Sue. Um, But you guys, go get them. I, oh, so I get to the, the checkout aisle, and I'm so excited about it that I just need to tell somebody, even though I've already texted Rob about it, and I'm telling the checkout woman, it's like, I'm so excited that you have these, because these are my favorite crackers. You can only get them at Whole Foods, and they're really expensive, and oh, I'm so excited that you have them. And she's like, oh, I didn't even know we had these. So she's like, hey, Brenda, bring over a box of these. And she holds them up. <gasps> and so while I'm in my line, Brenda or whoever brings a box over in the 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 checkout girl opens them up and was like let's try them let's and i was and i was like let's and of course i tasted one and they were delicious god they're good but they're 3.99 people 3.99 is a much better than it's a much better price and i feel like there's more in the box than there is in the little sleeve so Uh anyway this was big news to me because also, well, I, I, usually I go hope to they start foods. having some other flavors too. I just hope they don't discontinue this because they're not. That's the one problem with the TJs. They yeah. make something, you fall in love with it, and then it goes away. You know what they had around Thanksgiving that was genius? What? A bag in the produce section, a bag of cut up cubes of turnips, parsnips, and rutabagas. Ooh, I saw the little t- the cubes of the butternut squash. Now they, they all, that's good too, and they always have those. But this was Thanksgiving specific, and it's already gone. I lodged an official request that they bring it back at the customer service desk to the Hawaiian <laughs> shirt guy. There, it's like, please bring them back. It was genius because I love turnips, and yeah. to some lesser degree, parsnips and rutabagas. But I love turnips. But they're such a and they're easy to roast, but the peeling and the cubing, that the is cubing. a thing. It's the yeah. peeling, really. And these, there was just this huge bag of them. You toss them on a cookie sheet, toss them with some olive oil and salt and pepper, roast them. Done. I would buy those weekly if they had them, but sadly they're gone. But what they do have are these crackers. I'm obsessed. 
This Can't big, wait. Big news, you guys. Okay, it's so perfect, perfect for your holiday cocktail parties. Yes. All right. So, how much do we love the Trader Joe's? It goes Joe's? so good with like a nice, soft, spreadable, soft cheese, a goat cheese, or a triple cram, or now, the truffle tremor. Frankly, what do you have to answer to all of these people who are raising an eyebrow to your liking something with raisins? I yes, I understand why that would be confusing because you have long. I've proclaimed my hatred for the raisin, yeah. but my hatred for the raisin is really specific to the plumped raisin. Yes, and to so the raisin in a rice in a rice pudding, and a, cook, a kugel, absolutely not. When they're plumped, any kind of savory meat dish with raisins in a okay. biryani, no, no, <laughs> I rebuke thee. Disgusting. A curry with a golden raisin oh, that it will ruin it. <laughs> And you can't just pick around it like the peas in a pot pie because you accidentally get one and then it's all sweet and squishy and blah. But in a raisin bran, in an oatmeal cookie, anywhere where it's kind of hard and shriveled, yeah. and where it's kind of tough and chewy like a chewy. fruit leather, yeah. fruit roll up, that texture. <laughs> Remember when we were kids, it was just fruit leather and it was super hippie and then... They came out with fruit roll ups. We made our own when I was a kid. Right? And Gordon. We thought we were, we thought like late 70s, early 80s when getting your own dehydrator was all the rage. And my mom, we were so like little house on the prairie making our own fruit leather and soup, soup starting, soup starter mixes my mom would make. Well, will it make you laugh to know that I kind of want to buy one of those now? My mom had one and I'm, because we had a huge garden growing up in Iowa. That's, this is how we found out that my middle sister is allergic to onions because my mom was Sad. making soup starter kits. And so like one day she did all carrots and like she cut them so that, and they she can. would, and she would like sell them at like church bazaars, like these little dehydrated things that you yeah. can throw in with broth. And great idea. Instant vegetable soup. Well, one day was just dehydrating onions day. Uh-oh. And my mom came in and, Marla looked like she had been stung by a bee. She was just like all puffy. Her eyes wouldn't close or were (laughs) all closed up. No. Well, I'm a little obsessed with the food dehydrator. I'm actually might might get one, but that's a separate. We'll talk about that if I get it. If you get one and you decide, if you declare it love worthy. Yeah. So right now I'm all about the DJ's rosemary raisin crisps. Very exciting. All right. Tell us about the next thing. The next thing I've been excited about ever since I saw them tweet about it, Pink Martini has a Christmas album out. I have to say, it's amazing how many people have told us about this. Well, like on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff. You guys, you guys got to get the new Pink Martini Christmas album. And I keep saying, Rob's got it. He it loves came, it. It came out uh, like November 16th or so. Uh, it's got two songs on it that have already been released. So those of you who are hardcore Pink Martini fans and like, I had bought like two of those Starbucks compilation holiday CDs in the past years mm-hmm. solely because they had Pink Martini songs on them. I and love it. so those have been re-released on there. Um, and so there's like fun things that are like typical Pink Martini feel of like, do you hear what I hear? And uh, the little drummer boy and China Forbes doing like cutesy tootsy uh, vocals on Santa Baby. But it has our new favorite Hanukkah song, Ocho Candelicas. We love yeah. it's like a Latin jazz Hanukkah song that is so much fun. And we play we played it every night of Hanukkah. I love it. They've got just like fun things like China, the lead singer will do like 
um, the porch like intro verse to White Christmas, like the sun is shining, the grass is green, mm-hmm. da, da, da. and then it will go into a woman singing White Christmas in Japanese. Delicious. And like all of a sudden, like very airy. They do um, Old Lang Syne in like seven different languages. They do, uh, it's just delightful. And it really is like world music at its fullest. Like there's a Chinese New Year song, two Hanukkah songs, um, Silent Night song in German, English, and Arabic. Just, it's gorgeous. And it makes you feel just like, uh, ultimately, it makes me feel cozy and world conscious and it's not at all like specific about one person's holiday or anything and it's just it's great I love it it's been in the car nonstop. so whenever there's not an iPod plugged into the car stereo Uh that's what's playing so and there's a couple original things on there too written by China and Thomas Lauderdale that are lovely as well Excellent. All right. Love them. I Pink love Pink Martini. Martini. It's, it is a perfect little gift for a music lover. It would be a great hostess gift if you're going to someone's house. Because I, as I've said before, Pink Martini is the perfect, like, if you're a background music kind of person, yeah. it's perfect background music at a dinner party, um, cocktail party kind of thing. Perfect. I love it. Love it. All right. Um, I have a new, another one. How much yes. do we love Clementine's? Oh, my darling Clementines. So, you know what I'm talking about, people? They're sometimes called cuties. They're various versions. It's a mandarin orange. It's a satsuma. Those little small oranges that come come in a crate. In a a crate or sometimes like a mesh bag in a crate. They're in season now. I love the little crates. And I can't stop eating them. I'm obsessed with them. I'm on my second or third crate. They also have them at work, and I eat two every day afternoon. They're fun. They're super easy to peel. They don't have any seeds. They're a sweet treat. They're juicy and thirst-quenching. You know what I did when I went to see Harry Potter, and I didn't want to get eat fattening popcorn? I took a couple of clementines in my purse. Love it. It was a great movie food because I peeled it, and then I would eat the little sections one at a time Mm. for, like, you know, 30 calories. Perfect. Uh, one of the restaurants here in D.C. has a Clementine Festival. Ooh. And it's a Spanish tapas restaurant. But, like, all around the um, windowsills, they have the crates stacked up. And they have all these cocktails made with Clementines. And there's and they're featuring special foods with Clementines. It's a very cool thing. I haven't yet checked it out. But it keeps catching my eye because it's near the theater that I want to drop in on their that Clementine Festival. At least have a, like a clementine mojito or something. Right? Ooh, that would be good because there's a place near here that makes like a tangerine mojito that's delicious. Um, actually, no, it's not a mojito. It's a caipirinha. But anyway, the mm, clementine, yum. super easy and like not as big of a commitment as eating a whole orange because mm-hmm. it's really just a few bites. I'm a little bit obsessed with them every day. Vitamin C. Uh, also, I think uh, a fun like and somewhat traditional um like old school america hostess gift for the holidays like that used to be a thing of to give to give like your mailman a, a bag of citrus or a box yeah. of, a box of clementines i think that would be a fun thing to bring someone and be like we brought you the box of fruit yeah, totally Love it. in fact i mentioned on twitter that i was obsessed with them and someone responded that she gets a box of them every year for christmas from her, i think her sister enjoyable so eat your clementines people while they're in season now's Mm. the time 
Oh, I'm going to go get some. They have them at the TJ's. Mm, perfect. As well as the regular store. All the right. regular store. That was a quickie. What's next? Our next one. This is a new uh, cooking personality cooking show that um, I stumbled upon because I love all things Martha Stewart. Um, it is a new show called Mad Hungry with Lucinda Scala Quinn. Uh, Lucinda Scala Quinn, some of you might know, she's one of the chief food editors at Martha Stewart and works for Everyday Food. And now she's kind of branched off, has her, she used to be, I think she still is on Everyday Food on PBS, but she has her own cooking show on the Hallmark, Hallmark Channel called Mad Hungry and a cookbook out called Mad Hungry. And I think the subtitle is like cooking. Feeding boys or something about feeding men or something like yeah. that the, the the concept is she's a she's kind of a uh 40 or like early 50s something um mom with uh a husband and i think three sons yeah um so she's all about like making practical hearty like three or four step kind of like dinner realistic foods realistic food i think is the best way to yeah. describe it it's like she's got all the technique she's got a taste for things uh you know fancy she clearly you can tell has got a great palate but it's realistic it's actually truly like what one would eat every Make day for, for your family i'm a little obsessed with her rob had told me about her at some point recently, I guess when I was in Chicago recently, and uh, I came home yeah. and set up the TiVo, and I'm a little obsessed with her. So one, there are a bunch of things I love about her. First of all, her food is usually pretty simple, um, but she also often has her sons in the, on the show with her, or other sure. family members. She had her, she's had two different brothers on. She had her mom on, but her sons are so. I just cute. saw the one with her mom this week. That's... How cute was she? So cute. Her mom, I think her mother's name is Rose. So cute. Little tiny blonde woman. Tiny. Um, but she makes like just kind of family-ish simple food, but everything looks delicious. She also yeah. uses this white Le Creuset pot that I covet. I have that pot. You have that one? The kind of, it's, it's like a skillet, but like a high-sided round skillet, but it's not really a, like a oh, Dutch oven. Oh, that's not the one I'm thinking of. No, she has I a white the... one that's like a Dutch oven too. I have this. I have the smaller white uh, Dutch oven. She has this one pot that's like imagine a frying pan, but with ho deeper sides. Okay. Like a few inches deep with a lid. She makes everything mm. in it. I, every time she makes it, I'm like, oh, I need that pan. Another thing I enjoy about her, she always wears really cute tops. Every day she has a cute long sleeve top on. I'm always looking for a cute long sleeve top. She's also, she's just a very easy TV personality. Like, oh, and you know what else that you you would probably enjoy, Rob? So I I joined her Facebook fan page and I've been reading yes. her blog and I think it's really her and she like talks to her family and she sometimes curses like she's just a riot. She just yeah. she seems very very real, which is and very um, approachable her cooking and her style. I also have a little well, bit of a crush. We always... I was gonna have a little yes. crush on one of her sons. <laughs> Too. Oh, he's dreamy. Calder. He's like 22. He's a total kid, but he's so cute. Super cute. What's and cuter I like, than a what's, cooking what's, with his mom? Oh, come totally, on. Totally. Exactly. Right? Like, nice. I sound, I'm about to sound like the oldest man in the world. I'm like, <laughs> he's a nice, well-dressed kid helping his mother. And he's so sweet with her. So sweet. Well, and boys who can cook, that is a, that is a plus. Sexy. Man. And she has a, her um, other son, Miles, is also adorable. And he's really comfortable in the kitchen. I think he might now work in the restaurant industry. I get the impression. But um, 
Is he the one that was on the fondue episode? Yes, they were both on the fondue episode, weren't they? Yeah. Um, so, so good. So it's good. a good show. Check it out. She's got a accompanying cookbook, which has most of the things she's been featuring on the TV show. Um, really just, I, I love I love what you said, like realistic food. Yeah. And like, you know what? It. Like really. I um, have bought you her cookbook for Christmas. <laughs> Surprise. Oh. That's what I was telling you. I don't think you're going to get it by Christmas. So I'm telling you now. Oh, that's so exciting. I was going to get you that for Christmas. Well, you can because I don't have it. Okay. I don't have I don't have the baked cookbook either. Done. (laughs) Surprise. Surprise. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's so exciting. Yay. So Lucinda Mad Hungry with Lucinda Scalaquin. I adore her. And her Facebook page is enjoyable. And coincidentally, she also hosted a holiday cocktail contest. I know. Right? Like Lucinda. A you know minute. what? We love cooking people that we are pretty sure we would hang out with. And now it is confirmed. You're either we should hang out with you or you're stalking us and stealing our I ideas. think she's stealing our ideas. <laughs> she I think she enjoys a cocktail. She uh she's made a couple cocktails as part she of has. the as part of her show. Enjoyable. So we love yeah. her. Um how much do we love Mad Hungry with Lucinda Scala Quinn? Yeah. Enjoyable. Um Very good. All right. And then I want to tell you guys about a fun iPhone app that I'm enjoying. Um, For those of you with iPhones, it's called Instagram. And it's kind of like Twitter with pictures or with pictures instead of like status updates. So it's a camera app, sort of like Hipstamatic. But when you you can post a picture to your stream and then you can friend other people and you can leave comments and like other people's pictures and it's enjoyable. Like my brother-in-law is on it and he posts pictures of my nephews and it's just a neat glimpse into everybody's everyday life. Hmm. So I think you should join it, Robbie. It's called Instagram. Instagram. You and you it has all the filters and stuff, sort of like hipstomatic to make everything look all vintage. But you also can just use any picture from your iPhone camera library and either apply filters or not. So you don't have to take the picture right then, like with hipstomatic. Mm-hmm. You apply the filters after. It's fun. I'm Sally Peanut on there. S a l l y p n u t. If you guys join, it's enjoyable. Okay, I'm liking I'm it. Check it out. It's fun. Um, that's a quickie. Which are, we've got a lot of topics. I think. Okay, I'm going to go off topic just two okay. seconds. I think the very last one that we had in our notes we'll save for a later date because I'm going to give. I, I want to give a super quick, easy cocktail recipe to the people. Okay. It's something I just had at a great restaurant here in D.C. It was the easiest Paloma I'd ever seen made. Ooh. And we like love a Paloma. Paloma. Yeah. Grapefruit. All right. This and they and it was like they were serving it to me like to be kind of like, I think, kitschy this way. But it all it made me think was, man, I could do this at home. And I don't want to. Um, they served me like a nice tall like Collins glass with a with a salt rim. Mm-hmm. with some rocks in it mm-hmm. a little shot glass of like a really good um agave tequila mm-hmm. like a double shot it looked like and you could kind of like add as much as you wanted and then just plain old-fashioned haritos grapefruit, grapefruit soda. soda well that's actually similar if you remember uh, i believe it was amy submitted the paloma for one of the first cocktail contests and hers said to just use fresca to use the fresco. It's kind of it's the same, right? To me. Yeah. yeah. Well, or your soda stream diet pink grapefruit. Well, that's what I enjoy with the gin. 
Right. Than my new at home. Now you could tequila it up. Tequila it up with the Jaritos, which, you know, in uh, Lincoln Square in Chicago, very easy to get at my grocery store. Perfect. And I would imagine most grocery stores in California also carrying the delicious sodas. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like it. And we've got one more topic that we're going to keep under wraps yes. until the next time. Well, since you threw in an extra one, I'm going to throw in an extra one. An extra one. Bonus time. This times. is a little bonus and there's not much to say about it, but it's a guilty pleasure. Please tell me someone out there also how much do we love skating with the stars? Oh. You guys, it's amazing. It's so <laughs> terrible. It's terrible and amazing. Sean Young was on it. She got kicked off first. She's Sean crazy, Young. right? I mean, she's totally crazy. Like, she's full on crazy. And she was, in yeah. fact, crazy on the show. And um, it's mostly people you've never heard of. It's amazing. Johnny Mosley, the skier. He's adorable. There's a soap opera actress who's adorable. Bethany um, from The Real Housewives was on. Bethany, yes. Oh, uh, wait, I'm trying to think. I think she's still there. Maybe she is. I have not. I'm an watching. episode behind, but I think she did not. Oh, you know, Vince, Vince Neal. Come on. Yes. It was. It's. And there's a terrible host, this young British guy who's just a big. He's just a kind of dorky and ridiculous. He's terrible. And then the judges, it's Dick Button. Who? Dick Button, who's been like the skating commentator of the, you know, every skating competition you've ever watched. Okay. Johnny Weir. <laughs> oh, I love that. He is amazing. He's just. He's so ridiculous. He's I love so him. He's so ridiculous, but he's kind of genius on this. And then yeah. this other woman who is a, like, quote, famous choreographer. I have no idea who she is, and she's, she's terrible, and she's amazing. You guys, it's good stuff. It's pro- It's almost over. In fact, I think it's. I, I'm excited to watch the one on my TiVo. But there's a little bonus for you. I know Patrick from PNS is watching it. Love it. Yeah. I, you know, he came out to DC to see my show. I saw that he was there, but I didn't know he came out to see. Yeah, it. he um he just he uh, decided he didn't want to see it in Chicago because another one of our friends from Chicago had moved to DC, and Patrick's like, you know what? My birthday's in December. For my treat to myself, I'm gonna go to DC and get a room at the W and I'll come see Candide. So I had a really great little taste of Chicago where um, uh, a bunch of my guy friends from Chicago all came to see the show. We um, went to the W and had like a fancy little sectioned off part of the bar at the W hotel bar. That was all ours. Fancy, fancy. I like a little touch of fancy like that. I like a little, I like a friend. This is a good topic. I like a friend who takes charge in moments like that and like does reserves the little extra place. And and this guy is the same friend who takes one look at the bill and says, all right, Rob, 35, Patrick, 27. He just goes down and tells everyone. Who is this? Is this someone I know? I don't know if you've met him. He's, He's our friend Bill with two L's. Mm, I may only know what B I L Bill Bill. Yeah, yeah, he's, Bill. he's awesome. He takes charge, and he, and and like it, everything that I hate about going out to eat with people in a large group. He yeah, takes yeah, care of <gasps> that's good because he like, and he's he's like the one who presents himself to the host stand first, and is like, yeah, we have reservations for so and so, or mm-hmm. or like he'll be the one if there's a problem that he finds the manager. Mm-hmm. Oh, it puts me at ease. I like that. It's a good friend. That is good. I feel like sometimes I do that, but not always. But I go into that, like, let's just take care of it mode sometimes. You are definitely that kind of a person. 
Maybe sometimes inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my watch. You've never. All right. So that was a lot of topics. Let's recap. A lot of topics. Um, we're going to recap. We love the new Trader Joe's crackers. Ray- Rosemary Raisin Crisps. Rosemary Raisin Crisps. We love okay. Pink Martini's Christmas album. How much do we love Clementines? A lot. I'm going to have one after we hang up. How much do we love Mad Hungry with Lucinda Scalaquin? Sidebar, her super cute son called her. Yeah. <laughs> the iPhone app. Instagram. Instagram. How much do you love Instagram? Friend us up. And, we and love then the bonuses. The, the bonuses. We love uh, easy to make Paloma with the Haritos grapefruit soda and some delicious tequila, salt rim. Delicious. Delicious. And guilty pleasure skating with the stars admit it people i'm not the only one watching it we're we're gonna need some backup on this so everyone get on the facebook page or comment on the post and let us know sarah is not alone no okay i'm just gonna this is saying one more thing and then we're signing off the first night it was on it was right after thanksgiving so jungle marge was still here we were so excited to watch it so we put it on and it's caught it's it's on immediately following i think it might have been the finale of dancing with the stars same network i think you're right and uh-huh. they did like a handoff. So Tom Bergeron's like, all right, now take it away, you. And now and then they cut to, you know, in the same studio, this host, this young British guy, I have no idea who he is. And he starts talking and meanwhile walking like from that sound stage to the other one. So he's going backstage and it's all oh. very it's a total walk and talk and it's very <laughs> intricately planned and it's timed and you're kind of like, wow, this is very exciting. And then he comes through the backstage and he goes up onto these steps onto a platform over the ice just as he's in time to say ladies and gentlemen this is skating with the stars but he's got a hand mic and he throws his arms up in the air at the last minute no and he goes skating with the stuff <laughs> i just tried to do it with my headset mic i don't know if you got the effect but it was i got it i we, got it died we watched it over and over again and then you could immediately oh. see this glimpse just teeny glimmer of fear in his eyes and that completely set the stage for the entire for the yes all right I, I can't get enough of it um so that's it i don't know if we're gonna we may be able to squeeze one in before christmas i hope so i hope so too we'll see what happens but uh, if, if not, not, we want to remind everybody that you need to go check out uh, Sarah's show at uh, Davenport's at, on New Year's Eve. She's going to be there for two shows at 8 and 1030. Yes, in Chicago. Uh, appearing with our friends Sherry, Becky, Chuck, and Steve. Steve. It's going to be an amazing show. Super talented people. I, if I could be there, I would with bells on. I would probably even see both shows because I love them. You saw both so shows much. last night. Well, you usually direct Sherry's shows. Yeah, I usually kind of work oh, on them. We don't have you this year. We've got Tony instead. That'll be great. That'll yeah, be awesome. it will be good. Um, so we'll try to see you before Christmas. But if not, have a wonderful Christmas, and we will talk to you all soon on How Much Do We Love. Bye, everybody. How much do we love? How much do we love? How much do we love? Do we love? How much do we love? How much do we love?